This episode is brought to you in part by the Coeur d'Alene Chamber of Commerce. Serving businesses since 1912, the Coeur d'Alene Chamber of Commerce is a champion for local economic prosperity and a pro-business environment. Are you using all the available resources in your business community to survive this pandemic? If you are like me, you've probably been a member of the local chamber for years. Are you turning to them for help? Today, we'll talk with the VP of Membership for the Coeur d'Alene Chamber of Commerce and discuss ways the chamber is uniquely positioned to help you and your business. Welcome to the Business Buffet Ingredients, where we examine the recipe for business success and talk with industry leaders and business experts about important business growing ideas. Get ready. The Business Buffet is open for business and dinner is served. Cheers, y'all. My name is Ed Bejarada, and I'll be your chef for today's business buffet ingredients. As business struggles with a forced shutdown and prepares for the grand reopening, finding helpful resources can be the difference between success or failure. Connections are the secret to success, and your local chamber of commerce can be the secret to building connections. But don't wait until the opening is announced. You need to start getting plugged in now. Today, we'll spend time with Marilee Wallace, who serves as Vice President of Membership Development for the Coeur d'Alene Chamber of Commerce. I first met Marilee when I joined the Coeur d'Alene Chamber of Commerce. I immediately saw her as the perfect representative for the organization. She has unlimited energy and deep knowledge of all things Coeur d'Alene. But this past year, I got a chance to see Marilee in a new light, that of the stage lights, as she played the starring role in the Traditions of Christmas production as Mrs. Claus. Marilee and I sang together with over 70 other cast members and entertained thousands of local residents. So I guess you can say not only does Marilee help business generate more revenue so they can put dinner on the table, but then she can put on one heck of a show to boot. Marilee, welcome to the Business Buffet. Thank you for agreeing to come on the show today. <laughs> Wow, what an introduction. Oh, Ed, I miss you on the stage. Didn't we have fun in that production? That was amazing. It was my second year doing it. I absolutely loved it. Oh, it was my first year, and I'm going to do it again next year. I'd like to do more theater. I love the stage. You know, I I have to take a year off because it's so busy. I don't get to do any of the other Christmas mm. things in Coeur d'Alene. That's true. That's true. It is busy to do that. But uh, we're going to continue Traditions of Christmas. And there's other theater productions. And uh, the Croc Center, let's do a shout out to them with that beautiful stage. Aren't oh. we blessed to have oh, a Croc Center goodness. here in Coeur d'Alene? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's the we love Mahal it. It's the Hall of, of Salvation Armies. You know that, right? Absolutely. I mean, we absolutely love living here. I mean, the Croc Center is five minutes from my house. We, we can be in our seats in no time. We get great mm -hmm. shows right here. We have the symphony. We have six theater companies in town. 
which is just mind-boggling in my mind. That's amazing, yeah. You know, for, it's su- amazing. for such a tiny little town, I have to say that I know the chamber has been insp- instrumental in making a lot of this happen. And I know you've been involved with the chamber, well, since junior high, right? You, you've been like 20 years well, now? Well, right, right, right. I want to say since I was 12, but yeah. it's not quite right. But I've been here a while. Excellent. <laughs> now, you know, I have to, I'll share a cute story. Uh, because I do work for the chamber, and the chamber of commerce is uh, right downtown across from the Lake Tower. Um, we're on that bill, in that pretty building right on the corner of, of Sherman and Northwest Boulevard. We're the main visitor center. And, and so we see a lot of people coming in that are just so excited to be in our community um and it's just wonderful i mean i i literally hear these stories of people like wow you know when we hear it right we Absolutely. know this that's yeah. why we live here yeah but the other day i walked out and um because i don't get to go i I'm, my offices are in the back of the office but anyway i walked out and there's this woman standing in the visitors this is before the quarantine order okay this is before all this started but i think it was around christmas time she was standing out front and she just seemed like she just was relaxed, like this <sighs> big breath. And she was all, she was all by herself. And so I, I kind of struck up a conversation. She said, I don't know what it is about this place. And she just paused. And she said, I'm so happy here. <laughs> and you can tell she just went, not in our lobby. She wasn't talking about our lobby. She was talking about our community. She just said, I am so just joyful here the people are wonderful the nature and the beauty is just outstanding she said i'm just joyful well and the view the view from your office i think has got to be the greatest view any chamber of commerce has in the world oh i know oh, i'm a little spoiled but you know what it's open to the public so come on down and that's come right into our visitor center or can just sit out on the patio and and enjoy it yeah we're very 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 blessed very to be blessed. in this community ed all right mm. well let's dive right in here first question how are you doing with the idaho shelter in place order is everyone in your household holding up health and healthy well thank you for asking actually yes everybody is very healthy um there's three of us plus a a golden retriever and a little tabby cat named mr g he is named grigio but i don't think we've ever ever called him grigio we just call him mr g and he loves his name um there's my my husband um kelly and kelly is still working he works for an employment company here that's local so he's actually going into the office and kind of manning the fort. Um, we are were empty nesters. Um, it's, uh, our son was our son is now with us, and he was living and uh, actually kind of just uh, vacationing long extended trek through Columbia when all this happened. And we immediately said, get on a plane. And he did. Um, in fact, the day that he arrived here in Coeur d'Alene, the very next day, they closed the borders to Columbia. So it wow. was uh, a blessing. So uh, my my husband um, and my son and uh, myself, the dog and the cat. And as I said, my husband's going out and he's going into his office. 
um, that it's just him and another employee, and they're taking all the precautions. And I make sure when he comes home that he does his, and you know, I mean, literally, we do. We're we're, we're one of those people that pay attention to what's going on. We're, Absolutely. We, I make him wash his hands, and and I wipe down everything, and and then and then we can greet each other and give a hug. Um, and my son is is actually doing some construction, so he outdoor construction with a with a buddy of his. So he's going out as well. Well, see, that's why a hot tub should be in the foyer. Uh, you know, you come in and you soak in the hot tub. You boil boil away the germs right away. It's not chlorine on you. And <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that might, might be a business idea there. That's man, right. You know, that's right. Yeah. Rid to tub. Yeah. A little quarantine wash before you. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> How long have you been working for the chamber? Oh my, I have been at this chamber now. I'm going on my 22nd year. It's hard to believe. Um, I don't know where those years went. So here's my quick background. Um, I Previous to working at this position, I owned a software company. And I don't know if you know that about me, Ed, but that was back in the day. Do you remember DOS? I do. Do you remember that? Do you remember the word DOS? I do. I do. <laughs> word star. I remember word star. I know. So I don't program. I've never programmed. But um, my my then husband um, it was a programmer, and, and he we came from um, the telephony industry, the telephone industry. So um, he had written a program for telephony companies back then. In that day, you were a business that hired a phone company to come in and set up your phone system. So what we did is we worked with companies all around the country that sold and maintained business phone systems. And our software uh, would manage their technicians and manage their customers, the database, and uh, do billing and that type of thing. So um, for 12 years prior to coming to the chamber, um, he and I owned that business successfully. And we were here in Coeur d'Alene, but we were, like you, at that time, a home-based business. We were able to write and sell software um, out of our home because most of our clients were East Coast. So that's what I did for 12 years. Um prior to coming to the chamber. Then he and I divorced and I went, oh my gosh, what kind of skills do I have? There's not a lot of software, <laughs> right? So I ended up going to a chamber commerce event and uh, in Coeur d'Alene here at the time, Pat McGoy was the, the executive director of the chamber at that time. And anyway, I went to this, didn't know a soul, um, went with just a friend of mine that was in real estate at the time. And I just kind of fell into this world. They actually were looking for a salesperson at that point. And I'm like, well, I can sell. Let's, <laughs> let's give this a try. So rather than selling uh, over the phone a, a software tangible product, I went out and sold a non-tangible product. And I started at the chamber as a as a salesperson when the chamber was up on Third uh, and Spruce in a little building up there. They didn't have an office for me. I literally worked in a closet. I mean, I literally worked in a closet. No, I mean it. I, I believe a little you. student desk. Yeah. I did. Yeah. A little student desk, a tiny little student desk. I thought this was. I was so impressed. I was like, oh, I got a job at the chamber of commerce. I mean, I was working in a closet, <laughs> opening up the phone book. And going through the phone book and just calling people and asking them if they're, I didn't know what a chamber of commerce was. I, I just started learning. Yeah. How big was the chamber then? Ooh, I want to say we were right about 600-ish members. 
Like, I think we were a little higher, quite honestly, Ed, uh, but our pricing was different. So we were much less expensive, of course, than we are now. We've grown into a larger chamber. Um, I've stayed in membership this whole time. I've gone into management, of course, and um, but I, we're a chamber of commerce. We, we, I sweep the floor. I turn off the lights. Um, Chief cook and bottle washer, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's fun working for a, a nonprofit, and I've, I've met, I've had, I've been blessed to be to, to be in this job. I've met so many wonderful people in this community um, throughout the years, and, and and so many friendships. The Small Business Association reports that 82% of businesses fail because of cash flow problems. Virtual Web Department opened their doors to help small businesses get the expert help they needed without the expert level price. Rather than having to hire a full-time or even part-time employee, partnering with Virtual Web Department gives your business the expertise you need to advance at a fraction of the cost of hiring an employee. Virtual Web Department is more than just a digital marketing company. They help with trade show exhibiting, printed materials, direct mail services, video and podcast production, not to mention social media networking, email campaigns, pay-per-click advertising, campaign development and management, and search engine optimization. Visit Virtual Web Department at virtualwebdepartment.com for more information on how easy and affordable it is to get your company reaching more of your target audience. Well, when I moved here, true story, when I, when I moved here, the chamber was the first, well, second place. I went to Rotary first, but the chamber was the first place that I went to after Rotary. And you were the first person that I met. Oh, I don't remember that. No, of no, course. you don't. But we we met face-to-face there in the office, and, and we talked. And okay. I, I had told you I was thinking about moving my business here, and your eyes lit up. And I said, don't get too excited. It's just me and my wife. <laughs> but... <laughs> But you never let on any discouragement. It was to you, at, at least at the point, it seemed like, you know, a, a, a small home-based business or a business for several thousand, it didn't matter to you. You just had this exuberance and energy that was warm and welcoming. Well, I, I honestly don't discriminate. I'm excited to hear about different businesses. So it was genuine. I'm certain it was genuine because I, that's why I love my job. I meet so many cool people. You look at the history of chambers started in France. I mean, back to the 17th century is when chambers of commerce formed. Let's band together. Let's do commerce together. Let's um, let's share our business and our trades together. Let's refer other other people. Did you hear about this new guy, Ed? He came to town. Let me spread that information out. Um, so our our core missions as chambers of commerce throughout the world. I've always been the same. Um, when you get into chamber world, you have different sizes of chambers. Um, and Coeur d'Alene is uniquely positioned to have a pretty large reach within our, our, our membership. When you look at a thousand businesses, the majority of those businesses, Ed, are smaller businesses. And by smaller businesses, I mean, uh, you know, 50, even 35 or less uh, employees. That's what we have here in North Idaho. Um, and but the chamber with those thousand businesses represents close to twenty five thousand employees, people within right. those organizations. Right. So that is a wide reach, and um, 
because of that, this particular chamber and our size, we are pretty diverse. By that, I mean, yeah, we do the networking and yeah, we do the referrals, but we also have committees. We have six really hardworking committees and, and a lot of people don't know that side of a chamber of commerce. You know, how many people in the community know we have a committee specifically designed for small businesses called business development? And it's a group of volunteers that get together on a monthly basis here at the chamber office. And their goal, their one goal for that committee is to put together tools for our small businesses to succeed, meaning they're looking at workshops, they're looking at hot topics, they're looking at what, what can the chamber do on an education platform to help our smaller businesses. What are they needing to succeed? Let us as a committee go out and do the research and see what we can find for them. So they always want to hear from our smaller businesses. We have an education committee. Um, Again, once a month, it's educators and it's businesses that are interested in education um, information. Um, what uh, What does our community need on that platform? How can our business members help our educators and, and what's going on, what do we need to look at? So great programs have come through education as far as scholarship programs, of course, they work on that. They work on reading, third grade reading levels. Um, they look at national mandates and try to, and, and put that through out to our mem- business members to let them know what's going on. Membership outreach, that is a committee that I do staff, and that's a fun one. I mean, that's absolutely for for businesses like yourself, for sure. One of the core reasons you probably joined is you were new to the community and you wanted to get out there, right? Well, actually, no. It's it's going to be a little bit of little little. Okay, well, then why did you join the Chamber? Let's ask that. I, I feel that the Chamber's strategic vision is promoting commerce. And I want to be part of the entity that promotes the commerce. It's kind of like, you, how can you make any ch- any suggested changes, or more importantly, how can you complain about something if if you don't at least step up to the plate to try to make a change? Sure. So to mm-hmm. me, the chamber is almost more political than than business. It, it's making mm-hmm. the changes in the community necessary to promote the commerce in the community. And that's that's why Absolutely. I blow. I wanted my dollars to go to an organization that's going to help improve the environment for the betterment of the whole community through commerce. Honestly, that is our in our mission statement, and that's part of our strategic plan. We are the voice of business, and whatever that that message is, what what our businesses are needing, we want to come together collectively. And put that message out, whether it be on a state level, a, a local level, of course, a state level, federal level. Um, advocacy is a huge portion of what a Chamber of Commerce is, does, and, and a big workhorse of this particular chamber. In fact, um, since you've been a member, I don't know if you know this, our public policy committee is another one of those six committees that I was going to touch upon. Um, we now have a combined force with the Post Falls Chamber of Commerce. Um, we meet back and forth, uh, change meetings with public policy back and forth on a monthly basis between the two cities. And then, of course, we have invited the other two chambers, um, Hayden and Rathrum, to participate in public policy. And any of our active members that want to sit in on public policy committee, um, I encourage it. 
even if even if that's not your thing, I think it's important to know what your chamber's doing for you. Right. Um, right. We're not. It's not the old. It's not the old boys network where you're sitting around and networking and you just have a few people making decisions. We're a big. Like I said, we're diverse and we're a big chamber, and your voice does get heard. But you got to show up. It's like a gym membership, kind of, sort of. You you need to show up to participate, but you have to work out all the equipment. You well, can't you, just go uh, to one thing. Now, careful there. You know, at expect to be in great shape. At three hundred yeah. pounds, the I, the mention of the word gym is kind of gets me a twitch. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Oh, darn this quarantine and uh, this phone conversation, because uh, you know I'd give you a big hug uh, right, right now. <laughs> so, okay. In your strategic direction through 2019, the Chamber website commits to assist appropriate organizations whose goals are the achievement of job generation, income growth, and community prosperity with their success. Considering this new way of life that's thrust upon us with social distancing, what measures are the chamber taking to keep the mission and strategic direction successful? Thank you for for asking that. And I think everybody's treading right now and figuring this out. But we do want to be the catalyst for this 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 change, this these ideas, and we want to be open and hear everybody's ideas of change and what's going on. Um, we of course foremost is keep that commerce going. So through our membership, we are getting the word out about who's doing what, who's, where can you go to find this? Who's got something innovative that they're doing? We're posting that, of course, all up on our, our, our website and our communication to our members. So communication is key right now, Ed, I think is what we're doing. And it changes daily, just like the news. It's changing daily, but we're, we're keeping that communication at the, at the forefront. Um, we've also partnered with um, United Way and other organizations in our community for the COVID-19 fund, which United Way is administering the funds that are donated to the COVID-19 fund. Um, and I, I'll give you that website here in a minute. But... Um, those donations that, that business and community at large are making to that are staying completely local. They're going to the restaurant workers. They're going to the preschools. They're going to the caretakers. Um, they're going to the senior workers. They're going to those employees and employers, but more importantly, the employees to let them know that, that we're helping them to support them and, and, continuing the growth there. So we're doing that. Um, and then as a chamber of commerce, we're still open for business. We, I talked about those committees where we're still having our committee meetings. And in fact, they're bigger than ever because we're doing them Zoom. So people are hearing about, hey, business development is having a Zoom meeting. I've never been. I'm home. Let me check this out. So they're jumping on the chamber website. They're signing up for a committee meeting and they're checking it out. So they're using those chamber benefits to try to figure out what is the next step. What When we're up and running here, we hope, within, well, I can't say, the governor is going to make an announcement tomorrow. And by this time, I think by the time you do this broadcast, it will already be out there. But when we're up and running, it's going to take us a while to get our gears going again. Um, but when we're up and running, we want to be up and running. We right. w- we're open for business, and we want to be. We want those shelves stocked. We want our people in a, in place. We want things ready to roll. So, um, 
So that's what we're doing here. So on that topic, what are some mitigation steps the chamber has taken to help businesses weather this pandemic? So we've definitely got the information out there about the PPP loans. Um, that was that was the on the foremost of our board is to make sure that we had the information out to our members to get those loans secured for them so that they can continue that payroll so that they can continue business. So that was the first thing we put together. We went out to all of our lending members. We got everybody's name. We got the person's name and the cell phone of that person so that we could put it out to our members to say, hey, call Bob at this phone number with this organization. He's waiting for your phone call. So we have a whole list of our members that are doing that that lending for the PPP loans. Um, That was so important. The SBA loan information, how, how to navigate that. Um, there's a lot of resources out there, and you can just Google something, but we went directly to the source of our state. Well, how do we exactly do this? And we have that right up on our website. So being able to have the right tools, that was our foremost to make sure that was available for our members. So if a small business is struggling right now, how would you suggest they work with the chamber to get help? First, I think visit the website, cdachamber.com. A lot of the resources are there. Um, specifically, uh, they're going to have questions. They're going to want to call one of our staff. Um, I would start with our CEO. We have a new young CEO who is learning all this very quickly and he has the phone numbers and the resources. So, so I would go directly to him. Um, Daryl Hartwick is his name and uh, I can give you his contact information. And I'll, and I'll put that on everybody's. I'll put that on the notes for okay. this episode. So sure. And I okay. And I I think I think um, people people have the broad question and the broad question is how do we secure that PPP loan? I think at this point a lot of businesses have already done that. I'm hearing that a lot of our businesses have already been approved. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of businesses now are just waiting for that those funds. Right. So that I mean we're just right now in that. Sweet spot of waiting for those funds to come in. The minute those funds start hitting, Ed, we are back up and running. Whether the doors are open or not, those employers are going to be able to make their payroll and keep those employees at home working on task or at least getting ready and putting their plans together so that when the doors do reopen, they're ready to go back to work fully. So looking forward, I see, let me tell a quick story. I I started my business with full knowledge that the recession was coming. Prior to that, I, I worked in corporate world. But in 2007, I, I said, there's a recession coming. We cannot continue down this, this uh, real estate train and not have a major crash. So I, I struck out in, about a year in advance of the recession. Everybody was telling me I'm crazy to, to do this. But I, I said, now's, now's the perfect time to do it. And, and I have to believe that as bad as this is, as bad as the pandemic, which actually it, it hasn't turned out to be as bad as it could have been, but this is like... We're, we're very blessed here. We yeah. are. This is like the perfect time in my book for somebody to strike out on their own and go into business for themselves. So what would you suggest they do to take advantage of the offerings the chamber has so that they can hit the ground running as a new business? 
you know, I always would encourage them to look at chamber membership. Um, you know, it's a membership fee, so they've got to look at the at their budget, especially when you're just starting out on your own. And, you know, from working from home, um, yeah, you get a budget. You know, I'll just be upfront with you. The chamber membership is not very real and expensive for a business. It's $4.99 a year. So, you know, $500 a year, it isn't a lot, quite honestly, for everything that a chamber offers. But I do realize, especially going through the transition we're going through right now, every dollar counts. So there's ways I can help people work with that within their budget. So don't be afraid to call a chamber. And if you're not ready to join the chamber, that's okay too. We have a lot of resources and I have a lot of ideas. I've been doing this for 22 years. I talk to businesses Ed, from one spectrum to the other. I've got a lot of ideas or contacts. I just like to see people succeed. Whether they whether they join the chamber immediately or not, um, that's, hey, that's not the thing. The thing is commerce here and local and support and relationships. And um, that's what I'm here for in this position as vice president of the chamber is to help people forge those relationships. So I would say look at chamber membership first and foremost. Get out in the community. Um, join Rotary. Joining these service organizations, Ed, as you well know, pay off. That's where the relationship starts. Um, but for those businesses that just absolutely are starting fresh, really don't have the um, starting point, I would recommend that they go to the Small Business Administration. Uh, Bill Jung over at the Small Business mm -hmm. um, Development. Uh, go there. They It's free. They, they're, they're there as coaches. Um, and and it's, it's, it's free to the public. It's something that, that our government supports, and that's out there for them. And they can get all the information about different loans that are available for startup companies, resources on how to set up your office when it comes to bookkeeping, setting up marketing ideas. They have a whole game plan for new businesses starting out. So we can put that up on, up on your uh, site too, right, with phone tap, phone, we can. phone information in? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, when, I, when somebody first comes to town and they want to move a business here, my first thing is to send them there and send them over to Jobs Plus if they're coming in from out of state because they want to get established first. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling, when I, when I talk to new businesses, I say get established. When you're established and you got your idea rolling, then come to the chamber. That's where the next handoff is. That's like you're running, you're doing it. Now you need to spread the word. Now you need to get connected. Now you got to build those relationships. And then when you're even ready to take it to the next step, you're bringing employees on. I mean, that's where the chamber can take you to the next level and the next level. And when you get to the point where you're now at the CEO roundtable, which is a group that we have, an executive roundtable group, um, and you are now the CEO of your larger company, the chamber has resources in that area. And that's when you move into the advocacy and the public policy side of a chamber of commerce. Right. So we have a plethora. We start from the bottom, the baby steps from networking and getting your name out there all the way up to the big, the, the advocacy and the public policy side. So one of the things that struck me when I first moved here is Coeur d'Alene has a large number of not-for-profit organizations. And most are members of the chamber. I, I believe are. Mm -hmm. yeah, I believe in the the giver's premium and, and that is you give first and and then the return that you get is so bountiful that you ever wondered why you tried to take before giving. 
Um, so the idea like of the, the go-giver, Bob Berg's book. In fact, I'm going to be interviewing Bob uh, in, in another week for an episode that'll be published here in just a few weeks. Um, but how can a small business person working from home learn more about ways to get involved in the community service of the Coeur d'Alene area? So many out there and you're right. When you come new to the area, you don't realize how many not nonprofits that we have out there. And you're, and you're right at a lot of them are chamber members and, you know, I, I to, to find them, just to look them up and see who's a nonprofit, um, you can always go to the Chamber website. We have over 70 nonprofits listed on our cdachamber.com. And you'll get an overview. Go into a business search, look under nonprofits, and you're going to get an overview of who is out there and their mission statements. Um, but here's some kind of cool news. Our current chair of the chamber board, Heidi Rogers, uh, one of her goals for 2020, while she is chairman or chairwoman, I should say, is to form is to form a nonprofit committee in the, within the chamber. Um, she works for a nonprofit, and and she she would love to, she her vision is to have this chamber for 2020 put together a committee that has those resources in one spot. We have them on our website, but you have to you have to hunt. You have to figure out what you're doing. Her vision is to put it all together and have combined resources. Know when people's events are. Know know what their mission statement. Tell people. Hey, if you're an electrician, this nonprofit over here really could use your help. Or if your forte is marketing, this nonprofit's looking for your looking for you here, so that they can match skills with what our nonprofits are looking for out there. That's outstanding because I yeah, I struggled with thing, that. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, and the other thing that we have, and then we've always had in place, is our we have through the chamber we have the Coraline Leadership Program. It's an actual class that uh, that people can go through uh, through the chamber for 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 a fee. It's a class, and they spend an entire um, segment on nonprofits and in our community. And the leadership course that we offer is not interpersonal leadership, it's community leadership. So I would highly encourage our current members that have not gone through our leadership program to look at it because that's exactly what it does, Ed. That's your, I think for you, that's the next step for you is look at our leadership program. Katie's, um, Katie's been working on me on that too, yes. Katie's been trying to get you to, it's, uh, I went through it, wow, 2004, so it's been a while since I've been through it, but the, but the core of it is, is inner, it is community relationships, knowing about what's out there in our community, and it really does open your eyes to right. what is out there. Right. We don't see it all the time. We don't see these nonprofits. We don't often see a lot of the people that need help. Well, and it's, it's important to know who's out there. You know, one of the things Year year ago, I wanted to start getting involved. When I first moved to town, it's like I got to get the lay of the land before I just jump in and join some group. You know who who out there actually needs me, and uh, it was hard finding groups to join. It was hard to find boards where my particular skill set would be useful. Yeah, pay attention, and and I don't think it's I, here. It is uh, while we're talking today. It is April. 
I would think here by first part of the summer that is formed and put together. So, so keep looking at the chamber website or just call us and, and say you want to be part of that group, that committee, so that we can just add your email and you'll get updates. So sure. that's the other thing, too, is, you know, even if you're a member or you're not or you're retired or what have you, jump on the chamber website, again, cdachamber.com, subscribe to our newsletter. You get this information so you know about these opportunities. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds it shouldn't? Do you want your computer to run better? Give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183 or visit us on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Thank you for listening to the Business Buffet Ingredients. We hope we tempted your business taste buds with something sweet. Please share this podcast with your friends and show them that you are the smartest person in the room. Visit businessbuffet.page and sample all the flavors of the Business Buffet. We hope you eat hearty in business.